Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the E-Bones on this Friday, April 13th, 2018. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Rivers. Purely by the title of this episode, I'm very confident you all know what we're going to be discussing this week. That's right, The Sandlot, a movie that's, in my opinion, one of the greatest movies of all time. In honor of the 25th anniversary of the release of The Sandlot, which happened a week ago tomorrow, I figure we'll break down each character's awesomeness by abilities, whether good or bad, in some sort of movie review, weigh-in, breakdown type thing. I don't really know what it is, but it's going to be fun. Just a disclaimer, before we get things started, I might not get to all of them, so I'm sorry if I missed your favorite character, but I'll try my best. Alright, first up to kick us off, we've got Tommy. He's apparently a good listener and a sneaky bunner. And I mean, why would anybody want to be congratulated for bunning? That's basically a guaranteed out. But the thing that stands out to me is he's got excellent on-field fundamentals. Really, in my opinion, the only bad thing about him is he's always repeating stuff, and that can get annoying after a while, and that's probably why pretty much everyone who knows anything about Tommy thinks he's annoying. So I'm just going to leave that there and move on to the next player. Next up, we've got his brother Timmy. He's got a great swing, and he goes with the flow on pretty much everything. One drawback to him is his charisma is really bad. It's like a garbage fire, but um, that's none of my business. Bertram, you're up, my dude. This guy's got great slides, and he gets low on grounders. That shows that he is really good on the defensive side of the ball. The offensive side of the ball, I haven't really seen him hit as much, but I think he is in the top defensive tier, in my opinion. I don't really know what it was, but with Bertram, I've always caught an awkward vibe. I don't know what it was because of the fart-smelling thing or the getting abducted by aliens and getting really fascinated with the 60s, but it's, it's just something. Bertram, I think, needs a little help. But then again, he might just be really weird. I'm not exactly sure. I'm going to just let y'all formulate that opinion on your own. And then we have Ham. He's always been a boss. Trash talk is definitely his strong suit, but he's trash at impersonating the greatest baseball player to ever walk the earth. There can only be one Bambino, Ham. Remember that. Get into your head. There will never be another one. I don't think he's got it through his head yet, honestly. It's it's a shame, but I guess we'll have to work with it. Now we're up to yeah, yeah. He's got great top-of-the-order speed and lateral mobility, but his catchphrase is clearly his downfall. I mean, how much more unoriginal can you get? But like I said with Ham, if you work on it, you should be fine. In this case, I severely doubt it, though. There's not much hope for a better catchphrase unless you start working on it and thinking about it really hard. I would definitely do that, but considering that they've called you yeah, yeah for your entire life, I doubt you'll try, and I think that name stuck with you for life as well as that catchphrase so my best bets nothing's gonna happen here so i guess i'm just not gonna say anything more about it and move on to the next guy up next we have squints he looked like an admitted stiff at the beginning of the movie but i'll be honest he turned a complete 180 on us all i wasn't expecting it when he put the moves on wendy peppercorn i'm extremely impressed by that not another one among them in a million years even for a million dollars would have done that and I really admire that he had the guts. So I'm just, that's an A-plus in my book. He's one of my favorites, now that I'm thinking about it again. Even if it's just for that scene alone, he's a boss and nobody can tell me different. Like I said at the top of the episode, I don't think I have time to go through all of them, so let's just get to Benny without any further ado. First thing that stands out to me is this dude can hit. I mean, my goodness, he can smash it. How else do you think he busted the guts out of a baseball? 
I've got two theories on how he got this talented. I can highly bet he was born with it. Either that or he had many years of training. He put that work in. And I really, really respect him for that. If I had to pick a favorite out of the nine of them, I'd say it would be Benny because who doesn't instantly like Benny Rodriguez? He is awesome. He's the best one out of the team. He's got the most dedication, the most drive, and he made it to the majors at the end of the movie. I mean, that is awesome. Babe Ruth appeared to him in a dream. I mean, how much better can you get? I thought this would be a nice little change of pace from what I usually record on Friday nights, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it just as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. This week, I want to continue a new tradition. I try to offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. This verse outlines the fact that you should wholly and completely rely on God's wisdom and power to get you through things. And now let's take a look at the latter part of that verse in a broader context, if you will turn in your Bibles if you have one there. And the latter part of that verse says, Lean not into thine own understanding. What that basically means is you shouldn't try to accomplish things through your own strength without God's blessing. Because without God's blessing, we fall short of deserving His mercy. And this verse also ties into last week's verse if you think about it in a broader sense. Because God loved us while we were still sinners. And as we all know, love and trust go in hand in hand. And I believe that's what God was trying to demonstrate when he sent Jesus to die on the cross. He died for our sins because he loved us that much. He wanted us to have a way out from the depths of Satan's grasp. He wanted us to know his true love, and I do believe that is a wonderful thing. And then the second one, trust. We must learn to trust him in order to fully understand the magnitude of that love that caused God to send his only son, Jesus Christ, down to earth to die a criminal's death. Each week, I dive into the depths of the internet, uncovering hashtags on Twitter. This week, sticking with the theme of aging, I'll share hashtag make a TV show old. The first response reads, I can't remember how I met your mother. I would say that would be a problem around anniversary time, so I would... I would get some memory medication if that even exists for that. I doubt it exists, so in that case, I'm pretty sure you messed up. I'd... I really wouldn't tell her you forgot how you met her. That's not really a good idea. The second response reads, Married with grandchildren. Whoever's behind this tweet must have done their research because I looked it up and Ed O'Neill, the original actor that played Al Bundy, is 71 years old and that could very possibly be the situation he's in right now. But then again, they might be planning for a reboot, and Ed O'Neill might be a very committed method actor, but I would say the first theory is the most probable. The next response reads, Tom and Geriatric. Tom and Jerry is a classic any way you slice it, whether you grew up watching it in the 40s and 50s or watching reruns as an adult. Now, I really believe that this tweet is a reflection that no matter how old the show gets, Tom and Jerry will still be the kings of Hanna-Barbera animated shorts. Another response reads, Dancing with the Dinosaurs. This actually sounds like a wonderful idea for a TV show, but I doubt that that would work too well because dinosaurs have been extinct for a few years, and even if If they did exist, I doubt they would be too easily trainable when it comes to the art of the dance. So, in short, I wouldn't go calling CBS just yet, pitching them a new show idea. And the last response I have for you tonight is Alzheimer's in the family. 
I mean, sure, it's funny when they forget their glasses are on their face, but if they forget your name, that's most likely a sign you didn't spend enough time with them. So I would spend a lot of time and make sure you're doing everything right. And as always, make the best of it the best way you can. And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram at eBonesOnOfficial as well as on Twitter at OfficialEBZ. That's capital O and official, capital E-B-Z. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you, and I'll see you soon.